Blog Talk Radio. All right, hello everybody. My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, headquartered somewhere between San Francisco and Sacramento. It's uh, really cold out here. It's snowing 20 miles up the hill on I-80 uh, from Sacramento to Lake Tahoe, and so that's a little weather report. I just want to let people know that Real People USA LLC is not a political action committee. Uh, people ask me that. I said, nope, nope, nope. Real People USA is a coaching and a, uh, a campaign development company using the experiences that we had uh, in, in corporate America uh, down in Los Angeles as a Fortune 500 uh, sales executive. And Real People USA, we, we now see that we, this election that's coming up in 2022 is going to be the year – of the common man and common woman. America has decided that they don't want any more fancy suit wearing, you know, uh, $1,000 uh, dress, you know, and shoes and, and slick hair and, and, and attachments to these, these corporations. We used to think that if the person had great hair and great teeth and, and fancy clothes, and they look great behind a camera, well, that's the person that we need to put in office. But guess what? Those people are starting to betray us. We see the shiny metal objects that we elected to, to Congress and to these state offices, these people with these high-powered law degrees, and these people with these Harvard uh, educations. Not all. Not all. I'm not trying to stereotype. But we see that these people who uh, look good, smell good, these are the people who are statistically starting to betray us and have been betraying us uh, since for a long time. But they really betrayed us on November 3rd, 2020, when they, 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 uh, they put together that massive uh, coup d'etat against Donald Trump. But today we are so excited to have uh, Derek Gibson. He's a New York state governor candidate. He's, a, he's running for governor of New York. That's right, the governor of all of New York for all the people from New York City to Schenectady to Syracuse out there in Buffalo and Rochester, Niagara Falls. He is the governor candidate for New York City, and this is a guy that does not mince his words. In fact, I, I just finished chatting with him. I'm looking for him to uh, be arrested for disturbing the peace because he is not plan. He is letting these, uh, these rhinos and these, these communists and these progressives that run uh, New York State and primarily New York City know that uh, they are breaking uh, the constitutional laws. They are robbing people of their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. So without further delay, I would like to welcome Derek Gibson, and his website is Gibson, the number four, governor.com. So hello, Derek. How are you doing? Good afternoon. I'm doing good. Good afternoon. America, good to be with you today, Rick. I am on the show, and I heard how you describe me. I'm that hellraiser in New York City and New York State. That is me. No PC, no nonsense. I take it straight to the head. May I tell you what? You mentioned the, the movie that I love the best, and that was Hellraiser. That's my favorite um, 
pulp, like like cult fiction uh, movie because uh, that movie just that movie was something else. But so thanks for plugging that movie, yeah, and maybe uh, the Hellraiser uh, a production crew will send you a few dollars because you plugged their movie. We we hope so. Maybe they'll listen to it this episode. But um, Derek, so right. man, we got we got like at least three to four things to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is that you did a uh, you did a a, a med- medical freedom rally. I believe that was in Times Square about maybe two or three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Please talk about why you did that and who was behind it. Who who, who were the sponsors behind the medical freedom rally? Okay, so my platform uh, is part of it is medical freedom. So we got a couple of guys that I know of here. They formed a, a group, and they'll call themselves the Medical Freedom Rally. So when they hold their events, they invite me out to speak. They know I stand for medical freedom, your body, your choice. I'm that type of person, and that's the type of person all Americans should be. Not force uh, anything on anybody. Let that be the choice of the people. So... I come to these events and I speak, let the people know that I'm with them 100%. I support them, your body, your choice. It's my favorite word since the communist Democrats seem to use it on abortion. My body, my choice, I turn in and I flip it to everything else uh, when it comes to the autonomy of the body itself. Yeah, a friend of mine, Kevin and others, they put that group together and I'm thankful for it. It's bringing awareness. It's not perfect, but it is bringing awareness to the people and letting the people know the state of New York that there's someone out there that's seeking political office that is 100% on their side. When I say their side, I mean on the side of freedom. We have freedom. We are fighting to keep freedom throughout the state of New York, and I am just a single voice for the people. Excellent, excellent. And just to add to that, I mean, I, I know what you're probably you've seen some interesting things there in, in New York State and in New York City because you are all over the state. You're not just in New York City where you uh, reside there in Queens. You're you're up in Buffalo. You're in Albany. You're traveling. I, I saw the picture of your your your, uh, uh, your bus. You know, Gibson for governor. I saw that bus. But here's something that I think you might uh, be seeing in New York. Uh, Democrats now are starting to have buyer's remorse for voting for uh, Let's Go Brandon, and they're starting to have buyer's remorse because, you know, over the like a 30-year period, at least from from the time I was following politics, uh, Democrats, uh, you know, with, they always thought that being Democrat was a was a thing to do, and in return, Democrat politicians would would show some type of loyalty uh, to their members. And now, since the Democrats have gone full communist, the Democrats are now starting to forget about the blacks, forget about the Latinos there in in New York City, the Puerto Ricans, the Dominicans, the the Cubans, the Haitians, Jamaicans. They're they're forgetting about all the people of color, all the um, Caribbean people. They're forgetting about the LGBTQ people. They're forgetting about the Jewish people that that used to primarily vote uh, Democrat. And that's what happens in communism. Communism say, says, you, you helped us get to this point, and now we're going full-blown communism. We don't care about you. What do you say about that, Mr. Gibson? Right, and I, I agree with that, that whole statement you just shouted out there. But Democrats, I never cared about blacks. The only thing they care about is votes 
being in power so they can control you. What they do is they mill a little bit out to the black community, uh, just enough to keep you coming back to depend on them for more and more and more. This is what they did to the black community. And the black community has been saying now, we, we are detriment to ourselves with this abortion, with uh, all the other things that we are doing is not good for our community. Uh, following the Democrats, the white liberals, along with all they twisted agendas, and they, they are slowly but surely phasing the black America now, the black born America. They're phasing us out, uh, bringing the Latinos in from south of the border and they're embracing that group of people and this is why they let so many in uh and the bill the bill back better bill the bill back broke bill that brandon put in place and trying to get passed which Manson wrecked wrecked by coming on fox news saying that he wasn't on the vote for it and uh they dragging Manson for that but the bill back better thing was had a uh, something now for amnesty for about about six uh, six million illegal agents giving them amnesty. That way, send them up so they can vote. They don't need the black community anymore. We everybody has used the black community. Everybody has used the tactics of the black community to get what they want for themselves. Uh, the so-called people of color that they done grouped us up with. When I say us, us born black Americans, they have grouped everybody else that came across the border is of darker skin and say people of color. So we are not benefiting as black Americans, the black American community. And they already have kicked us in care, but most of us don't see exactly what is going on. There's a lot of crime going on in the black community. I was looking today on our NYPD site and crime after crime is committed by the black community. So I put a statement out there today saying, uh, is, we need some data saying, is this coming from the original black American or is this coming from the descendants of people that came across uh, the southern border or whatever into our country. And I think, my, in my opinion, these crimes committed in the so-called people of color community is basically from people that came from places that don't have a rule of law. And they come into America and they did play and they did things for the rule of law. This is what I see. It may sound racist. I don't care. Call it racist, bigger, whatever you want to call it. But it's making my community, the black original American community, look bad. Like we are the one really committing these crimes and whatnot. If you do deeper research, you'll find out. Now in New York State, New York City, you're not allowed to say whether well, they illegal aliens or whatever. Uh, did they come here legally? You can't identify that. So we don't, we can't gather the proper data on that to find out what's really going on to make our community look bad. And I want to do something different and find out what's really going on because most black people believe in the rule of law. We support the rule of law. But I personally had this Hispanic guy from across the board. Is he illegal? He was trying to get me to help him uh, become a citizen. And he said, we don't respect police. We do none of that. We fight police where we come from. We don't care nothing about that. So this is what's going on. And in the black community, wow, we supporting so-called other people of colors in the black caucus in D.C. It's a disgrace. If you look at the black culture, nothing really to do with the, the true black American. It's uh, Africans. I'm not African. I'm American. You're not. We're, we're Americans. So we've been tossed to the side already. If you pull the screen back, you will see black America being tossed to the side uh, by the Democratic Party. And they just merely tell us one thing and go and, and do something else once they take power.
Yeah, absolutely. And you were talking about Mansion, and before the show started, we were chatting, and I was saying that uh, you know back in the day, uh, you know the American public, you know not not everyone, but I would say the majority of people used to always say, "Boy, if we can just get those blacks off of wel- welfare." Those blacks are, 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 are keeping the country down because we're paying all this money and food stamps and, and, and subsidized housing and, and, and Medicaid, Medicaid and, and all this stuff. And now we're seeing who the true uh, uh, culprits have been. And it's been these white communist Democrats who have been the, the true haters of black America. And uh, you had a you have a, a, a state rep there or a New York City rep there. His last name is Bowman. I didn't catch his first name, but he basically was. I hate to say it like this, but he was he was act, acting like the House Negro. He was acting like the House Negro by telling black people that Bill Back Better, you know, Let's Go Brandon's bill, was somehow was going to benefit black people. So he was serving. Like in this, in that old cliche, the house Negro, and telling the blacks that their lives were going to be better by Build Back Better, and that's a damn lie. You know it. I mean, I know it, and the black community knows it. In fact, when you talk about the law enforcement thing, there was a poll back in uh, New York City. I think it was either in Brooklyn or it was in, uh, uh, I think it was either in Brooklyn or Harlem, and it said that 87 percent of of this New York City borough wanted more cops on the street. That's right, they wanted more cops. And 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 you got you got De Blasio and his ilk out there trying to cut uh, police when the black community wants more police. So here's my next question. Here's my next question. Um, I've seen you twice, I believe, or maybe three times on video. Uh, going out to all these these restaurants with these vaccination passports, and you got these poor restaurant managers having to defend you not coming in with your family. I think you had your family there one night. You not being able to come in and be discriminated against, have your civil rights violated, because this is the same kind of stuff blacks were fighting for you know 50 years ago. And here we go again. We got someone telling us. That because it's a 99.7% of chance of, of not being affected by COVID, you still can't eat in a New York City restaurant because of the passport. Tell us how these events have uh, turned out uh, for you and your friends and uh, patriots there in New York City. Well, it's been uh, it's not been good because we can't go out and eat unless we have a, a COVID pass. And most of the restaurants, the ones that is enforcing the uh, Toronto rules, uh, you can't go in there and eat. So I challenge those people when I go in because I refuse to show uh, any papers or whatever because of the HIPAA law. You don't need to show that. Where's the HIPAA law? Where did it go? And saying that. Uh, the civil rights movement, yeah, back when Dr. King was around, we had the civil rights movement. Rights movement, you go and you sit at the lunch counters and, you know, you get arrested or whatever. It's actually not like that at this particular moment. What is happening now is affecting not only black, but affecting white. It's affecting across the board uh, people throughout New York State at this uh, present time and other states that is take, uh, taking this uh, COVID has uh, tyranny rule and put it in place. But 
it do compare a little to the civil rights movement back then because it's basically the same thing when you come to say you can't eat here. We don't want you in this restaurant. We don't want your kind. This is what it reminds me of, even though we are past those days uh, from Dr. King. We are free to go to any restaurant we, we want to. But the Democrats, the original KKK is bringing all of that back. It's repeated itself, and people forget that. They are bringing it back uh, in a different manner, in a different way. It's affecting not only blacks, it's affecting people across the board, and it's affecting a lot of our minority population because we are not so apt to run and just take anything they put out that these injections or whatever. Now, most of us are smart enough to do our research and then come up with our own uh, opinion or whatever, whether we're going to take it or not. So what happens, what is happening now, they want to push society to communist totalitarian government. This is why the Communist Democrat Party is leading us today. They are demanding that you put something in your body that is, that is experimental, which makes absolutely no sense. Some places now is demanding uh, that you personally show them your COVID pass, which help have been in place forever. So I, I don't get how it's going. Then when the police come in, they ask, they ask me to leave, I get up and I'll leave after I, you know, challenge them and talk about the Constitution or whatever, which the Democrats don't believe in the Constitution. It's clear from their actions. So after that, I do leave the restaurant. I've been escorted out of the cheesecake, like the which was fine. You know, I don't want the food anyway, but I want to make a point. It shouldn't be that you have to be mandated to show this or that in order to spend your money in a particular restaurant. And when we got a COVID that is 99.98%, you'll heal from it. It makes absolutely no sense. And demanding mm -hmm. you wear masks, so forth and so on, all of it, Veronica, and it's absolutely no good for no community. I put it, I put it to you like that. And I'm fighting against that, not only I, but it's a lot of us in the state of New York fighting against this on a daily basis. I'm fighting through the court system, and you see me challenging these restaurants by going in the inside, and I'll bring this straight to the owners. So some of these owners, small business owners, are afraid that they're going to lose their license from the city to operate. And I put it to them like this. Either you're going you're gonna to lose them either way. If people are going to stop doing business with you, or you can serve the people until the city comes shut you down. Either way, pick your poison. But if I was a small business restaurant owner, you should come eat in my restaurant. I would not enforce those rules. If I go out of business, at least I'd go out with a pocket full of money. But these restaurants are enforcing this, <laughs> and it's very few people eating in the restaurant, so you're not making any money. Either way, you're going to fold. Go out fighting for freedom instead of going out doing what a tyrant tell you doing is unjust, unconstitutional, and it's no law. And furthermore, this mass mandate, so-called mass mandate in New York, uh, do not stand. The governor did not sign an executive order uh, asking people to wear masks on January the 15th. It wasn't like that. The health minister of New York State recommended that. People don't know. They think that governor ordered that. And these restaurants, business think it out for because they don't do their research. They don't call. They don't call the representative and find out where. If this is executive order, if they did, they would, they would not enforce it. So there's a lot going on, and we fight back against it, and we'll continue to fight uh, throughout New York State. So this disease won't spread all over America. Well, I tell you what, I want to I wanna, uh, just make a, a minor, minor correction. What you just said right now, uh, Derek, you are the only one fighting. 
Okay, I don't see well, I don't see any uh, other uh, uh, New York. Candidate-wise, yeah, you're right. Candidate-wise, you're the you're only right, one fighting, right. brother. Right. I mean, right. I mean I'm, I'm looking around. I don't see nobody else fighting except you in terms of a of a, of a candidate. You right. know, you're right. So I'm you. You, you should get correct. you. You should get some uh, some uh, uh, boxing gloves from from uh, Madison from MSQ. Uh, uh, Madison Square Garden or MSG, get you some boxing gloves and, and you know, get, you know, Derek Gibson on them. But uh, you said something right. that I that I want to just comment on. You said something about the uh, these communists, and I think we talked about this before we started the live show. These communists, they have used many different people for years, and one way and w- one way people can know that uh, communist is, communism is starting to really pick up what communists do they use all the people they trick the people into, into thinking that uh, let's say the old school democrats cared about them and as they were building momentum to this point and i think uh president trump stopped them because i think they would have started this stuff on the clinton in 2016-27 had she been elected right. but since she was not elected the democrats said oh we can't have this guy uh, you know Donald Trump talking about make America great again. We're gonna have to unleash our communism plot. At, you know, as soon as you know his four years right. are up. So, <laughs> so I want to say these communists, what they do, you know, you can you can you you can list them: the black community, the La- the Latino community, the Jewish community, the LGBT community, music and entertainment, hip hop artists, professional sports. All these groups, you know, traditionally, you know, just voted Democrat because their, their their paper was coming in, their money was coming in. They were not affected by whether or not the Republicans won or the Democrats won. But as soon right, and let me as, revert back. Let me revert back to Bowman. I was representative Bowman. I just skipped over him, but representative. Yeah, go ahead. Bowman, get, go ahead and get you some he, off of him. Go get you some. He, he's complete trash. He's filth. He's built on the Democratic Party in New York State. He's useless. He don't represent black America like he claimed he do. If you listen to his statement, he said uh, uh, Latinos, he just named, uh, who else he named? He named a lot of different people about that. The immigrants and all that. It'd be a back better thing, disproportionate, all that. If it's disproportionate, like you said earlier, that means it's no good for the community. So what is he? fighting about and calling Manchin a racist because Manchin said he wasn't going to vote for it. What he says is upside down and makes absolutely no sense and none of the rest of the representatives from New York State does. It's just insanity on the Democrat uh, party side. But the man is very ignorant. He reminds me of the guy that said uh, Guam was going to tip over or something, that uh, representative from Georgia. I can't think of his name right now. But they just throw stuff out there. They use the race car and I slammed him for that. I actually slammed. You go on Twitter to my statement, I slammed the guy. I don't care nothing about color. I care nothing about none of that. What I do care about is our Constitution and our freedom uh, in the United States of America. This guy only care about skin color to use that to get the slush run from the Build Back Better to do all types of things and to keep them in power. All kind of enact all kind of judgments. The Green New Deal, all the stuff that we don't need. This is why they want that slush fund. The slush funds come from the taxpayers, and it's just 
insanity, and I pray to God, Manchin don't change his mind. We'll say, I don't think it will, and I'll try to vote for this thing, no matter how much they speak to Manchin and Fenneman. But Bowman is the worst of the worst in New York State, and I will let him know this to his face. He's ridiculous, and he put that statement out there. He should go back and recant that statement, see how it's found, and take it down. Yeah, and in fact, um, I think we were talking about the House Negro. That's Bowman. I mean, he's he's basically uh, telling the black people to do as I say, but not as I do. Uh, do something, do do something that I'm telling you to do, which is going to be a great detriment to your community, uh, to the to, to the Latino community, to the to the black community, because. Anytime these these idiots these edicts come out these these uh, these things where the government says you must do this communism stuff, it always hurts the black community and the the, the Latino community right. worse because of just the fact that you know that there's not a lot of assets and and a lot of um, you know resources uh, to pull from, so it, it ends up hurting our communities even worse. But um, right, yeah, like right. I was going to say, yeah, like I was going to finish saying. So after the communists finish using all the people that voted for them, when they're ready to, to launch full-blown communism, they forget about the people who who supported them because they never really cared anyway, Garrick. They never really cared right. uh, uh, at all uh, about these people. So um, right. I just want to also ask you a question. Uh, how is your campaign going? Campaign going uh, pretty good. Uh, just working hard, traveling, doing what I do to take my message to uh, every corner of the state of New York. So it's going well. It picks up steam on a daily basis. More and more people are getting to know me, even though, you know, the mainstream media, they don't want me out there. They hide me. They don't want to bring me because they the GOP, six of us running, but the GOP already behind uh, Zeldon. And we're supposed to have a primary coming up, but they pushing Zeldin real hard. They're not listening to the other candidates. So I'm doing my own thing. Like I said, when I first put my hat in the ring, I said, I'm going to drag New York State GOP. Um, I had them crawling on their belly coming to me. And this is exactly what is happening. This is exactly what is going to happen. Uh, they don't have any insight. They bag people that can't win, and they don't have a, a chance to win, but the people can raise money. That's all they care about is money and not the measure. Not can they, uh, they cross the line. The New York GOP is weak. They disgusted. There's a grand old party, good old boy club, and that's it. So I'm gonna break that down. It's time for a change in the uh, New York State GOP. I'm a Republican. I'm gonna continue to stay a Republican, but I'm gonna break that that uh, ignorant part of the party down so we can actually start winning again. So the GOP will uh, support candidates that have a voice and have a chance to win instead of. Just somebody that could raise millions and millions of dollars to put it in our pocket. Now, I'll give you an example of this. On the uh, New York City Council allowing, voting to allow the 800,000 non students to vote in our election, I went and filed a lawsuit against that. The GOP came out to me about two weeks later, talking about, yeah, uh, we put this out in New York City Council, and uh, we need you to donate to help us file a lawsuit. But I went in my pocket with some friends, and we filed the money to file a lawsuit. I said, the only thing the GOP is doing is raising money. They use every event to raise money, but they are not looking out for the people. If there was, they would have filed a lawsuit without asking for one penny to file it. And they did not, and they still have a friend. I have. 
and I'm just a, a man with some hundreds of dollars. They are a, a group with millions of dollars. So what's the issue? I've seen an ad on Facebook for the GOP State Committee. Oh, we need to raise money to file a lawsuit against New York City Council, a lot of nonsense, about all kinds of nonsense. And people feed into this. Those people do not need your money. They're not fighting for you. They're not going to fight for you. Uh, the party is weak, pathetic, and I'm really seeing how both parties are. I know the Democratic Party was terrible, but now I see the GOP is even just as worse as the Democratic Party. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%, and the same thing can be said about the California GOP party. Uh, they're, just, they're just raising money. They're, they're, they're picking who they want uh, to run, and I think it's even more devious uh, than that. I, I, I've heard some things such as, uh, you know, once you, you sign, you, you come on board with the state GOP, and I'm referring to California right now. I'm not sure what New York is like. Uh, you, you sign this agreement. And you pretty much have to do whatever they want you to do, which includes, Derek, vote the way they want you to vote. And I think that's uh, been a big problem, at least here in California, where you think uh, the people think that they're sending their, their, their uh, you know, people to, to Washington to represent them. And they get there, and it seems like these people, have for, they forgot why they, why they are there, to, to protect the Constitution. Uh, to defend life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But like I was saying earlier, and maybe before the show started, this is a, this is the year of the common man and the common woman, and uh, to run for office because I think the American people are starting to to realize that the GOP is not it's no longer like it used to be. And I would say back in the day of Newt Gingrich, when they had the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the what do you call it the, the thing for America the uh, what was it called it was called something I can't remember it now yeah. but it was a con oh the contract the contract for America contract, or, or with yeah, America yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah and it was a great thing and then it, and they were standing strong but when you look at the average GOP uh, person in office they are weak they are so weak right, they are. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on they are, they are. you know. Yeah, and, back, and, so and it's not that they, they forget when they go to D.C. Like you said, they don't sign an agreement to do this with the party and that, and I don't do that. I, the party told me you you shouldn't go around and say you're pro-life. I say, if you're, if you're crazy, I'm not going to speak oh my God. about being deceitful to my Yeah, being deceitful to my people. Don't go around and say that the election was stolen. No, the election was stolen, and I'm going to say that. So, you know, we was in, had these debates upstate. Uh, I think it was in Buffalo, where we were. In Syracuse, uh, they asked all the candidates, uh, do you think the election was over? So I came out and told them, yeah, and why? And the other candidates just kind of subverted it and went around. I mean, it was amazing to see how they did. I was like, wow, they straight cow was afraid to say it. <laughs> it's insanity. Do you have a video of, of that? that yeah, that on, on video? And off. Yeah, I'm sure got to be. I have to dig it up, but we definitely got it. Yeah, yeah, we got it. I know. Yeah, I, I want to publish it. <laughs> I want to publish that. Right, I want to, well, audio I want to right because they subverted raw, subverted it. I mean, they just said went around the question. You no, know, I'm direct. You ask me something, I'm gonna tell you my opinion on. I'm straight direct. I don't beat a like they said back in the day, beat around the bush. I don't do that. I just come straight yeah, out and it, say what's on my mind and my opinion, and that's it. Take it or leave it. Yeah, and 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 in, in the back of my mind, and this is my conspiracy theory, so I'll say this. 
on the record, my conspiracy theory, it almost seems like somebody else is controlling the Republican Party, and it's not the American people. And it's somebody right. with the initial CCP, you know, the Chinese and, Communist Party. That's right, what it seems like, because right. why would not, why wouldn't you as a Republican candidate, like you said, we can, we can understand the Democrats wanting to throw their country under the bus, but as a Republican candidate and a politician, why would you want to uh, cause hurt, harm, and danger to your own country? Not unless it was profitable. Right. Right. You know? So here's my, right. uh, my well, last question. Money. I want to ask. Yeah, exactly. Something is going on. Uh, so you talked about the 800,000 people who were uh, allowed to vote in New York State. Um, my theory is, and I want to get your, you know, your other opinion on this after I say what I have to say. I believe the Democrat Party is in panic mode because so many people are leaving the Democrat Party and coming over to the Republican Party or signing up as an independent. So I believe these 800,000 people that were illegally allowed to vote, the Democrats are trying to replace the number of Democrats who are leaving in droves. And I don't think they'll ever be able to uh, uh, match like one for one. So for every uh, one illegal person that can vote, there's probably three people who have left. So I don't think they can replace the number of people uh, that uh, have left the Democrat Party. You can see how many people are, who are leaving New York uh, State and perhaps New York City. And they're moving to Texas. They're moving to Georgia. And they're flooding my home state of Florida. And, uh, and, 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 and Ron DeSantis is loving it. <laughs> you know, he's loving it. So what are your thoughts? Are you, do, you think, do you think the Democrats are just trying to uh, uh, patch up a sinking ship? with this illegal immigration and illegal voting stuff. Yes, like I said earlier, this is why they had that uh, amnesty tied up into the Build Back Better deal because they need to replace those people that have left the party because they know the loyalty to them is going to be from the illegal aliens because they let them come in, let them do whatever they want to do. So, yes, and the New York City Council did vote to allow that over 800,000 uh non-citizens to vote in our election. I don't know what the mail, upcoming, incoming mail is going to sign it, but if you do, I already got stuff in place uh, to put a stop to it, to tie it up in court so it won't go forward. Even if you sign it, and the mail sign it, don't mean that they're going to be allowed to do it uh, because they got the lawsuit in place. And in the lawsuit, I state in the lawsuit that New York State Constitution, not the U.S. Constitution, but the United the New York State Constitution clearly states that you have to be 18 years of age and a resident, a citizen of New York State to be entitled to vote in our election. So I got them right there. That's the only point I need. So I got them right there. So until we have another uh, Congress, uh, uh, Constitution of Congress in the state of New York, which is 2027, they're not allowed to do that. But if we sleep and don't fight back, they will they will go ahead and, and do those things. I can go back even further when they say we want to get illegal aliens IDs and driver license, and no, we won't register them to vote. And then shortly after they did that, they said, well, we want to make it automatic when you get your license to vote. These are the things that I follow, and they did that automatic registration from and so they'll do anything that's illegal unconstitutional uh if we don't challenge challenge it and they'll get away they'll get away with so i challenge those things everything they do 
Uh, I see it and I challenge them on it. I'm not just gonna go uh, uh, into the night. I'm just not gonna go into the night and sleep and let these things go and just whine about them and do nothing about it. So I have fight to do that. And yes, they're trying to replace uh, the people that have lost out the part of which I don't think they can do. They're rushing to do it because they use the uh, fraud to do win the election in 2020, and they know all eyes is on it now. So they're trying to. Uh, give an amnesty and everything they can do so they won't have to use fraud anymore and get caught up because they can't close and get hung by the neck on 2020 and they know that they know our eyes on this why they fight so hard to give amnesty and let people vote in our election so it's uh, on the hand it move but my eyes is open for the state of New York and I'm not going to allow that to happen I'll fight 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 until you know it collapses right well here's my uh, last question and you can answer the question and you can close us out with um how people can support you. So Derek, here's my, my last question. It's like really an, an opinion type question. Uh, so why do you think these Republicans, okay, we, we can kind of understand the Democrats, you know, showing their, 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 their true colors, so to speak. But why do you think the Republicans have taken such a soft to non-existent stance for their country in which the Republican Party was a party of freedom. The Frederick Douglass you know, era was, was the start of the Republican Party. Why do you think, in your, in your opinion, that the Republicans are just like fallen, like dominoes, you know, theoretically, speak, figuratively right. speaking? <laughs> right, but let me say this. Like I tell everybody when they ask me the old thing, all that particular portion of something similar to I'm like, can a bird follow one wing? I, then I said, we got two parties. We got a, basically two parties, two major parties. We got a Republican party, we got a Democrat party. So in order for that bird to fly, they basically got to be on the same page. And this is what, that's why I'm not alarmed, not alert that the GOP is weak, pathetic, and all that. All of them is tied up into this system. They're getting paid, uh, the upper echelon getting paid, and they're looking out for each other. So. One part of them, like I told a young lady yesterday when I was headed into the synagogue in Queens, and uh, I was talking, I had on my car, and she was like, you're a Republican or a Democrat? I said, I'm a Republican. Oh, I don't want it. I said, yeah, that's just like a white liberal. They don't want to know what to stand for. They uh, figure all blacks should be a Democrat. Why, you, uh, you didn't hear me say that? I said, yeah, but your actions say that because you didn't see what I stand for. Look, this is what I stand for. You just asked me a question, are you a Republican or a Democrat? It's about the message, so... The message, if you got a great message, constitutional, based on, like our constitutional, based on Christianity, based on God, these are the people that we should support. Somebody that's going to support our God-given rights and support our constitution because it came from our God-given rights. And the Democrat and Republican is basically the same. There are a few good Republicans. There's one that really stands out, and that is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She just went to Congress. I don't think she's going to become a part of the game. That's what I call both parts of the game. So she is actually fighting for the people. Maybe Lauren from Denver, she's fighting for the people. Marjorie stands out. She fights harder than any man. Uh, that's yes. up there in Congress. It's really unbelievable. Men are weak and they have taken a back seat. They are not leading because they are sold out to the party and they are sold out to money. So they are not governing for the people. They're not a voice for the people. So I chose to be a voice for the people. This is what I'm going to be a voice for the people. Fight for our constitutional rights. 
and that's it. That's, this is what we're going to do. And yes, you can support me, Gibson, the number four governor.com. You can support me there. And please don't ever because I'm a grassroots candidate. And, you know, I need money for the bus, pay the drivers, this, that, and the other. So go on and donate to five or ten dollars. I'm a grassroots guy. And let's make this happen. It's going to affect you no matter where you're at in the United States of America. Donate. I am American That's first right. candidate. That's what I am, and I'm That's not right. afraid to say that because I take care of home. Home comes before anybody else. If you don't take care, only our food is take your hand and destroy his own home. So I'm for you. I'm for the American people, and let's stick together and get this thing done. All righty. Well, Derek Gibson, his website is Derek. I mean, his website is Gibson, the number four, governor.com. I want to thank you for your time uh, today on the Real People USA uh, show. And if I don't speak with you again, I want to wish you, you and your family a very Merry Christmas here in about, about 48 hours. So take care and make it a great day. Merry Christmas to you and your family likewise and America. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye.